0: Good morning and welcome to Ask Andy. This is a daily podcast about personal injury practice in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. I'm Andrew Newworth. You can reach me on the web at newworthlaw, N-E-U-W-I-R-T-H-L-A-W dot com. Uh, If you hear the laundry running behind me, that's because I'm sitting in the basement in my uh, somewhat not great studio. But anyway, so I want to talk to you today about um, you know, what lawyers call alternative dispute resolution. <laughs> um, but basically there are <clears throat> two kinds of ways that most, most larger cases get settled. So smaller cases often just get settled with phone calls or emails between the lawyers. Um, you know, cause we can, or even, you know, between the lawyers and the claim reps on the other side from the insurance companies, because, you know, it's not, worth it to go to a formal proceeding? So what do, what do I mean by that? Well, what I mean by that is if you're going to go use a professional mediator, someone who's going to try and bring the the parties together, or even an arbitration panel where someone's going to sit in sort of a you know private jury capacity, you're doing that for a reason. You're doing it, one, because both sides don't want to go through the time and expense of trial, because trials are expensive. You only really want to try cases that are uh, going to be, make it worth it. And you also have to understand that you're paying the mediator, you know, usually about $2,500 per side. So everyone wants to make sure that that $2,500 is worth it and is not just better spent in negotiation. So, you know, if you have a case that's worth 50 grand, you probably don't want to go see a mediator or an arbitrator because it's just a waste of money. Uh, but if you have cases that are over hundred grand, then, of course, you know, you begin to think about it a little more. Uh, I spent almost, I would say, all of yesterday, so from 10 to 3.30, at a mediation of a case. And, you know, essentially, that mediation was one that happened after most of the facts have been developed. You know, you don't want to go to a mediation or an arbitration before... The facts are sort of figured out. So, what's a mediation? A mediation is a private negotiation session that's mediated by a mediator. Meaning, <laughs> there's a guy there, usually a man. There's there's a few women who do this, who are retired judges. It's usually like a very experienced personal injury lawyer who's respected by both sides, or a retired judge. Um, and there are. You know, there are small groups of people who are accepted as good for both sides. So in order to go to a mediation, both the insurance company's lawyer and me or my client have to agree to the particular mediator and or arbitrator. So that means I don't want to go to someone who's going to talk me down to zero. And the insurance company doesn't want to go to someone who's, you know, Results are bad for the insurance company, so it's always someone who's in between and has the respect of both sides Usually then you go to a conference room that is you know one of the It's either ADR options or defense, you know uh, Dispute resolution Institute or JAMS one of these groups and Essentially you make a brief opening statement. You know this is without kind of trying to piss off the other side Um, because you're there to talk and negotiate and agree. You're not there to fight. And then the parties break up into different rooms, and the mediator shuttles back and forth, trying to see, you know, what the plaintiff's side, my side, is is thinking about the value of the case. And trying to see what the insurance company is, is thinking about the value of the case on their side. And part of his or her job is to explain the risks. A lot of times this is... You know, really the first time that my clients are hearing from an independent person about the value of the case. You know, for the most part, clients don't know values of cases, and they listen to me and trust me, hopefully, but this is the first time they're actually hearing about some of the the real weaknesses of their case from an outsider's perspective. So it's, you know, it's a bit of an eye-opener. But it's also, you know, if I've prepared my client properly, it's a chance to settle the case, and most people um, are willing to engage in that process. One, because it's going to put money in their pocket, but two, it it gets rid of some of the, you know, anxiety of litigation that is just part of the process. And you know, litigation is part of my daily bread, but most people don't like going through it. Um, I've been through it as a as a client, as a party, and. Uh, You know, it's just that there's some anxiety associated with it. It's not fun. It's unpredictable. People don't like unpredictable. So anyway, so what happens? So before the mediation, you know, me and the other side have agreed on, you know, one, who the mediator is, and the mediator then sends out kind of a laundry list of things we need to do as lawyers. So usually I've been through the entire file. Sometimes it's three or four brick or red weld or banker's boxes by the time we get to this stage and I've pretty much read every piece of paper and I write a memo, you know, a letter to the mediator explaining what the strengths and sometimes what the weaknesses are of my case and I put down what the other side's seeking and what I'm seeking and that's kind of, you know, the lay of the land for the mediator. Usually the insurance company will write Uh, a similar one on the other side sometimes we exchange them sometimes we don't it depends on the mediator but i try and lay out my strongest case and i try and be forthright and explain what the potential weaknesses are you know hopefully the lawyers have gotten along well on both sides that just makes it more pleasant for negotiation sometimes that's just not possible but um, you know, if you've had an acrimonious litigation because the lawyers don't get along or one side's taking an unreasonable position, you know, you're unlikely to end up at a mediation anyway. Um, you know, that's more like feels like more of a, a trial. That's just kind of you know my feel or my sense of things. But you know, if an insurance company and their lawyers are coming to the table in good faith with a reasonable number to start at, then you know, I don't mind going to mediation. The only thing is. know, we're going to spend $2,500 paying a mediator, so you damn well better be sure that you're going to get, at the very least, you know, reasonable offers above $100,000 to settle the case, because otherwise, you know, you're better off just spending that money towards settlement rather than, you know, all the work that goes into getting the mediation done. So, you know, what the client doesn't see is, before mediation, i got to sort of synthesize the entire case. It's not quite the level of preparation that goes into trial because trials more of like a real show for the jury. But it's definitely a real synthesizing of information. So for this latest case, I probably, you know, re reviewed three to four thousand pages of medical records. You know, did I have to go through every one of them? No, because I'd highlighted and tabbed them and been through them in fine detail over the course of the case to prepare for depositions. But, you know, you still gotta kinda rethink the case. And I'd say I spent, you know, four or five days, literally four or five work days, going into, you know, drafting a memo, and the memo on that case was 15 pages, which is absurd, but it, it necessitated that because I didn't wanna send 10,000 pages of records to the mediator. so I kinda synthesized 6,000 pages in, you know, in prose or in in a letter format. So, alright, so what happens to the mediation? You walk in, there's a little, you know, spiel, a little talk by the mediator about, hey, I'm a mediator, this is what I do, we're here to bring the parties together. It's kind of a chance for the, really, it's a chance for the client to understand what everyone's role is. And then, you know, the next thing to happen is you break up into different parties. And, you know, usually the mediator will come and spend some time with a client, explain, you know, try and start off the day with, you know, explaining what the risks are of litigation going forward. Like, what's the risk of a trial? And um, stuff like that. And, you know, the client may not have thought about that. And then, you know, usually there's a demand that's already on the table, but if not, I'll I'll make an initial demand. um, And then, The insurance company the mediator will leave the room where I am with my client and will hop over to the insurance company room and spend a fair amount of time over there trying to get a a sense of what the insurance company thinks the case is worth and what they're willing to spend. And basically both sides, you know, are less than candid or forthright with the mediator because both sides want the best price for their case. So, you know, I'm not going to tell the mediator what my bottom line is, and the insurance company is not going to tell the mediator what you know they're willing to spend or what the amount of money they have is. So you know the mediator has to do their work to figure that out but you know part of the mediator's job what he's or she's getting paid for is to figure that out but it's also to push both sides to um, to the center to try and find an agreement right. So you know the mediator's job with the insurance companies to say oh this is a very risky case very risky case these are the risks And then on my side, they're to come in and tell me and the client, like, geez, this is, you know, you could lose this one, da-da-da-da. So, you know, it's easier said than done. Um, And they get to know the insurance company lawyers. They get to know the insurance company representatives. And they get to know their sort of personalities and their willingness. And there are techniques that are used by the mediators to bring parties together. But for the most part, I'd say, you know, eight times out of ten, I would even say nine times out of ten, I walk out of a mediation with a settlement uh, because that's what's in the best interest of the client. And the client is there. They sign off on it. They agree to it. And then payment's usually made within 20 days, and it's tax-free. So we'll talk about that rest of that stuff another time. That's been Ask Andy about mediations. Thanks for listening. I hold people accountable. Have a great day.